So today on the show, I'm happy to have Evan Bierman. His company is called Great Power Battery. It's one of the top five storage battery cell companies in the world. He's the president of North America. And unrelated, but we we're just talking about the fact that you've been to the South Pole four times. What happened there? That's right. Yeah. So I had been to the geographic South Pole there four times for my research project. When I got my PhD, we, we built a microwave telescope and installed it at the South Pole to take very precise measurements of the early universe and try to find evidence for uh, the inflationary theory for the Big Bang. And I did that for a long time. And we, we had a successful deployment of the telescope. Didn't find anything. We, the group then deployed a second one, which was made the headlines of the New York Times. It turned out to be an erroneous claim, actually, also. And yeah, now I've, I've pivoted from pure research and the South Pole to, uh, to really deploying renewable energy and battery. So there's very, very clear lines of jumping from that PhD to now battery cell storage. Yes. I mean, when you get your PhD, you know, there's a lot of things that are, can cross over. You learn basic fundamental things on how to do projects. Of course, the underlying electrical engineering pieces, the mechanical engineering pieces, deploy projects, how to do data analysis. But really it's about how to think about problems, how to think about you know, dealing with people in different situations. And it was a great experience and I learned a lot. And then getting real life experience in business. I've worked for a couple different developers. I've worked for the local utility here. I've worked for battery companies. So I've sort of seen all different sides of the business and industry. And yeah, it's been a great experience being able to apply what I've learned to what I'm doing now. I'm very excited about it. Are you seeing a lot of growth in the industry now? We're seeing tremendous amounts of growth in the industry right now. I mean, battery energy storage is sort of the new thing. Everybody says it's, it's where solar was 10, 15 years ago. And I was in the industry 10 or 15 years ago. When I was there, I deployed the world's largest PV system, 48 megawatts. That was the world's largest. And now it's a little baby. I worked for SDG when we deployed the world's largest lithium ion battery system. That was 120 megawatt hours, a little baby now. So it's about decarbonizing the grid and providing grid resiliency, both on a, on a grid scale and a personal level. Energy storage is really unique. It's both adaptable and flexible to different use cases. It can be made large or small. And so really there, there's a tremendous amount of use cases. It also adds, to be frank, it's a little more complicated than solar panels. What a, you can just give sort of a contractor solar panels, they can throw them on the racks, hook them up to the inverters and they kind of work. Battery cells are quite that simple. And so really you have to work a lot closer with a lot of, a lot more parties to really get the battery energy storage to work. But the price has come down so much in just the last 10 years. And we continue to see evolutions, both in terms of the energy density of the cells and the safety of the cells and the lifetime of the cells that really we're starting to see that enable widespread adoption and people need it. You have cheap solar energy, cheap wind energy, but it's not always there when you need it. And so now you need battery energy storage to make sure you have the power when you need it and to have the stability on the grid when you need it. Are you doing a wide range of battery solutions? We are. I mean, we're doing different battery solutions for all sorts of cases, whether it be cells for residential or commercial applications or utility applications. And, and that's really the great thing is you, we have the ability to, to tailor cells to what we need. We use the safest chemistry out right now, which is lithium iron phosphate. So it has the most cycle life, the safest chemistry right now, the cheapest chemistry, 
solid. It's works been around forever and really the workhorse of the energy storage industry right now. Doesn't have quite as large or widespread adoption EVs, but from an energy storage perspective, from a stationary energy storage perspective, it's the lead technology today. Is that where a lot of the demand is right now? Are you seeing it in things like EVs? Actually, what we don't really do a lot of EVs. We're actually seeing a slowdown of the EV market, particularly in the, the Chinese domestic market. There's been a slowdown. I mean, there's a rise in the U.S. market, but there's been actually a slowdown of the Chinese market and, and other markets in EVs. Is as you start to saturate, what we're really seeing is a pickup in the energy storage market. And so that's what we're focused on as a company. That's what we do well. That's where we're top five in the world is really that, that energy storage market producing high quality cells at, at good prices that meet project needs and, and really providing that customer service. So we, we work with our customers. We work with our partners to deploy the, to deploy these batteries and systems. And we stand by our customers and with our customers to do that. And we're selling batteries that sells to, to all the large players. And really that's what we pride ourselves on is, is really good customer service and high quality sales. So running all in North America for this distribution, that has to be quite the task. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think North America is the preeminent market. I mean, everybody kind of knows and agrees that the majority of the market is the U.S., but also having partners in Canada, having project and project developers in Mexico, really working with, with everybody. The U.S. itself is not a monolithic country. There, there's different needs in different markets. California, it's mostly four hour storage in Texas. You're seeing one in two hour storage. You're seeing a, a range of, of use cases in New York and Virginia and the East coast and the Midwest. And so really it's about being adaptable, working with your customers, getting them what they need and, and having that flexible mind tech that, that can do attitude. Has that can do attitude gotten you far through your career? I, I think so. I mean, I, I think I've always been a big believer of just Keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, you take problems head on and you deal with them you're honest and upfront with what you're doing and you, and you solve the problems as they come. And, and I don't think I've ever been a part of a project that's gone off without a hitch. I mean, that, that's just not realistic when you're doing large projects. There, there's always issues to solve and it's the same on every project. Sometimes they're, they're bigger and they take longer to solve, but. Really every project is, is like that, whether it be a academic scale or a renewable energy project, there's always issues. There's always permitting issues or construction issues, delays. I mean, it's anybody who's been in the industry knows that it's not possible to do a project without a hitch. And so it's really about working with your partners, looking to the problems and, and, and really learning from everything and improving on each one. Can you share the story of a project where you went into a major problem and then how you guys were able to come out the other side? A major problem. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty common. Let's say take a permitting issue working with utility. So where we, we had an issue with the utility where we had to have certain upgrades done and those upgrades couldn't be done in, in a reasonable time. So we had to, to work with them to find the right transformers, the right breakers, and then install those causing delay, but also keeping everything else going, installing the PV panels installing the batteries a long time. It, and it happens, but it, that ability to be able to say, work with your partners, such as the utilities and the interconnection, the HJs to, to really make sure we put everything in progress and understand it. And I still have good relationships with all the, all the people I've worked with and all the different utilities. And that's how it goes is you, you, you work through the problems and as they come up and then you look into partners. What would your advice be to new entrepreneurs? I think that the number one thing is you just have to believe in yourself. 
You have to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. And I think everything follows from that. Certainly, I think there's a lot of things that I've learned over time where you have to really put together a good business plan, really good business plan, a really good strategic marketing plan. And the biggest thing is want to do something well. I think when we grow up, it's, hey, I've gotten an B plus in every single one of my classes. What I would say in business, you need to be A plus. You need to be the best at something and really work off of that. Leverage that to the extent that you can and then grow your business from there. So it's always on my mind when you have a business, you want to do that one thing really well, really well, and then people will work with you and then you can work on some of the external pieces, other parts and, and have a whole business, but definitely having a good strategic plan, a cohesive story to why you're doing what you're doing, believe in what you do, and then do something well, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. Just do something really well. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it well. Okay. So if one of our listeners wanted to learn more about Great Power Battery or get in touch with you, how could they do so? Yeah, feel free to reach out. I, you can put my email on the, in the, in the podcast link. It's evan.beerman at greatpower.net. Feel free to reach out. Would love to contact people, hear from stories. You can reach out on LinkedIn. It's B-I-E-R-M-A-N-E is the LinkedIn name. So I'm there to chat or send me an email. Well, thank you, Evan, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to subscribe. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.